As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. I'm a mess I do my makeup in my car Pulling up 6.30 when I told you 6 o'clock I admit I'm always about to fall apart But you would never notice Cause I make you think I'm not You say you know me But you don't, but you don't, but you don't Make you look easy What a joke, what a joke Looks can be deceiving Could let you see the real me Tuesday. Let's try this again. It's Tuesday. <laughs> and I'm about to fall asleep. Well, now that I know what you're doing, Same. we'll never mess it up again. Good morning, Tuesday friends. <laughs> like, that feels really weird to do that. God, I feel like such a liar. It's definitely Monday afternoon. <laughs> it definitely is. Um, Wendy's drinking a mimosa. I'm drinking the world's most disgusting energy drink. Ugh. But their marketing is on point. Oh, they're beautiful. So it's the Alani can. Yeah. And let me, the flavor is not bad. It's just so sweet. I'm not an energy drink person, but I already had the coffee and I like needed a little extra. I don't feel bad at all then because I had a bang and then (laughs) a Diet Dr. Pepper and then I drink a mimosa and Spencer comes rolling up with her iced coffee and then an energy. See? All right, we're good. Yeah. You did bring your water in here. My water is on my nightstand. (laughs) I have like water anxiety. Yeah. I like to have water all the time. I like to have a straw. If I have a straw in my cup done, I can drink 16 gallons of water a day. If it's a bottle, I'm least likely to drink. Really? Mm-hmm. I like a straw in it. Oh, that's fair. No, it does not matter. I will. I drink so much water and I, yeah. I will literally panic if I don't have a water bottle with me. Yeah. And sometimes it's obnoxious yeah. to not have a water you bottle. You leave your water bottles here all the time because Fisher will find them and go, that Pinter's. I'm like, that is Spencer's water, your alkaline water. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's usually a different bottle. It's like a clear one, but he'll find it and he knows. He knows his it is. Yeah. I mean, I just can't be without it. And then the other day, so much so that my targeted ads are geared towards my mm. water drinking. So... The other day I was scrolling and I had a targeted ad and it's for this water bottle that lays flat. So that, yes. So they have it. The sizes are not by the amount of water they hold, but by the size of the, you know how like paper is called like a five, a seven. Yeah. That's how they're sized. But what does it look like? It looks like a thick sheet of paper, but it's totally clear. And then it has a little thing at the top with a twist cap. So you can slide it seamlessly into your bag, like with your notebooks or whatever. And it doesn't, it that doesn't take like up bulky space. space. Oh, 
That's not right. Well, no, I think it's opposite. It takes up less space. It does, but I'm saying, I I just feel like... I mean, it's probably a waste of money. I think it was like $40. Wow, that's a whole ream of But you bet your ass I almost ordered one. You got your ream of water? Yeah. (laughs) Wow. I I almost ordered it. Well, don't. (laughs) Because we're not swiping up on it. Actually, someone out here listening would do it, so... Y'all, my kid will not go to sleep. It's 2.50 something another. I don't know. Me and Spencer have been in here. And I just totally forgot to put him down for his nap. I don't know. I have not been crushing the mom game lately. As a matter of fact, I've been a horrible mom lately. Literally. No. Horrible. Yeah, I have. My kid got lost, what, two weeks ago? Last Tuesday? <laughs> so You know what? That happens to the best of moms, okay? Yeah. Okay. If you say so. Because I felt real chate. But I was like getting ready. and. Fisher was like really quiet. And I was like, Fisher, what are you doing? He's like, me pooping. So I just kind of like kept getting ready, <laughs> letting him poop in silence. After like 10 minutes, I was like, all right, let me peek out and see what he's doing. And I went through the house. I was like, Fisher, Fisher, where are you? Come here. And I was like asking him nicely. The nicely turned into frustrated. <laughs> yeah. And then I was like panic crying, running through my house. Cause then I really couldn't find him. And I was saying everything. I was like, Fisher. Wait, oh, no. you lost him here? Yes. Girl, I thought you were out and about when you lost him. It was here, Spencer. No. So I ran through the house and we have cameras and I didn't want it to pick up that I lost him. I didn't want Mike to know this. And I'm like <laughs> running through and I'm like, Fisher, where are you at? So I like look in the closets. Look, I go upstairs. I'm like, maybe he went upstairs in the playroom. Nope, wasn't up there. Maybe he went in the attic. Nope, wasn't up there. At this point, I'm definitely panic crying and I'm like mad, but I'm crying. And I'm like, Fisher, who, where, where are you? And I'm like telling him everything, trying to get him. There's a snake. There's a bug. There's whatever. Oh my gosh, look at this cool thing. And usually he'll always go, Molly, what's wrong? Whatever. There's a snake. There's Doesn't a bug. respond. So finally I like look outside. Well, at first I did look outside and I didn't see him. Well, I guess whatever. I went back and looked out and he's standing in the corner of our yard slash almost on the road in a mud puddle with a stick over here with a stick of um like a big it looked like a fishing rod oh and he said my gosh me fishing in my pond <gasps> i was so mad i took that stick i threw it on the ground i said you do not go outside you do not i said <laughs> me fishing literally i was so pissed but like relieved you know and <laughs> those pajamas give me ptsd now <laughs> my yellow like john deere pajamas but um I asked him, I said, Fisher, did anybody see you? Did you see any cars? And he's like, and we live on a dead end street into a cul-de-sac. It's one way in our neighborhood, one way out. Not much traffic comes through. And uh, he's like, yeah. And I said, how many cars did you see? And he said, just two. I'm like, okay. I said, did they say anything to you? And he's like, no. I said, okay. And he's like, they waved. I'm like, oh, friendly neighbors they are. Yeah. Good, good. So then I'm like, great. Someone's going to like turn me in for something, you know? And then later in the day, I Child asked neglect, him, the three-year-old by the road by himself. Oh, my God. Fishing, fishing in his mud pond. Yeah. And then he changed his story. Can't keep a straight. I'm like, okay. So I'm asking him, like, who saw you? And, you know, what were the cars? And he's like, me didn't see nobody, mommy. It's fine. Like, <laughs> well, that's nice. So, yeah, I lost him. But, um, guy, that is just one of those things that as a mom, like, that you will, that... I don't even know. I can't even put into words to process like losing your kid, but I got lost in a blockbuster once. So like I can kind of relate. Have I ever told you about the time I got lost at the mall? I think so. In the clothing rack and your mom, you were with your mom in a department store. 
Yes. Yeah. So in the mall and I refused. So at the time I was going through this phase where I could never have with the name Spencer, I could never get the keychains with your name on right. it and all that stuff. So I didn't like my name growing up. I didn't understand why there was nothing with Spencer printed on it. And if there was, it was boyish and I right. didn't want it. It was rude. So rude. And so I would, I went through a phase where first my name was Ariel. Okay. Like that was my name. Okay. I, see I only you. wanted to be called Ariel. New world. <laughs> right. Oh, that's a lot. No. Under the sea. A whole new, new world, world, a dazzling place. <laughs> wow, we're already singing. Sorry, y'all, but that is Aladdin. Uh, yes, you're right. No, Any, yeah, it is Aladdin. The song is Aladdin, yeah. but Ariel is Little Mermaid. That's what I was trying to think. Is the song <gasps> Gotcha? But it, I couldn't think of it. What is the song? Under not, the sea, not under the sea. The other one was she singing about. Yeah, I want to be where, where the, the people, people are. Aren't. I want to see them <laughs> dancing, walking around on those. What, what do you call, call them? Streets up <laughs> where they walk. Okay. Anyways, I freaking loved. Okay, go ahead though. So good. Um. Well, then I went through a phase where it was Emily, and I was dead set on Emily for a. Didn't lo- you tell your neighbors that it was Emily? I told everybody my name was Emily. <laughs> so, anyways, I got lost. Well, first of all, should I share this part? I don't know. Is it bad? Are you? Is your parents gonna get in trouble? No, oh, it's yeah, just, just embarrassing like- for me. Okay. I was a very um sexually curious child. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. So I would like get on the floor in the middle of the store and and start like rubbing on myself. Mm -hmm. We've talked about this before. Yes. Anyways, I was probably doing that and then I got lost. Whatever. I ran away and it was hours and hours and hours that I was missing in the mall. The police were there. They were looking everywhere for me. And these people at the store pulled me into their back room. (gasps) So they didn't report to anybody that I was there. You got kidnapped yeah they these employees just had me in their back room they were giving me food they were giving me snacks and then ask you like where your mom was they figured she was shopping in the store i don't Uh, know yeah i don't okay there's obviously holes in their story like i don't know all the details i'm just saying that it was hours and hours nobody knew well my mom of course was in a full-fledged panic and she went I don't know if she went to this. I think that one of the cops might have talked to them and they said, came back and told my mom, like she's been eating Oreos in the back room. Like, yes. Be like, there's a store that they have a little girl who was lost. What was your little girl's name? And it obviously she said Spencer. And they were like, Oh, I'm so sorry. That's not the girl. And my mom said she remembers literally like dropping to her knees. Oh my God. Hysterical because she told them your name was Emily. Yeah. So then she was like, wait a second, what was Emily wearing? And they were like, oh, she's in red from head to toe. And my mom was like, her name's Spencer. <laughs> I know who that is. And now I'm mad at her. Yeah. Y'all can keep her for the night and I'll pick her up tomorrow. Really teach her a lesson. Yeah. It is scary when you lose a kid or I like. Mean, kids don't understand the consequences no. of that. I mean, my I name was Emily Mm-mm. as far as I was concerned. I was with my aunt. I like was hiding for her in Blockbuster from her and um, she was panicking. <laughs> and then it turned out to like, she I guess knew that I was like tricking her because I just kept going down the aisle. I was just going to say, where exactly in a blockbuster were you hiding? Right. I just kept going because the aisles had little breaks in them and I would just go yeah. through the next one and I saw her come inside, go down the next one. I mean, I knew. Oh my gosh. So I think she figured it out and just stopped. I actually reminded her about this last week at my grandma's funeral. I was like, uh, do you remember when I got lost in blockbuster once? And I sent it from my mom. She's like, uh, no, <gasps> I don't. She never told your mom. <laughs> There's so much stuff she used to let us do. That's like, funny. Oh my God. But anyways, I mean, that's a total bird Alamode moment, but 
No, you <sighs> can't even go there. No. It is certainly not. No. Um, what? So the other day, y'all, we posted on stories and I forgot what you were doing, Spencer, but you weren't reading the, um, you were, I think you might've been at a uh, softball game or something. You were doing something. So I was going through the responses to oh, the words yeah. that people hated. And I told Spencer, I was like, I am dying at some of these. So, excuse me, I booked. Um, we had posted a couple of them on stories. And oddly enough, dang it, I dropped my pen. Um, panties was way high at the list. Do you like that word? So it does not bother me. But I, like I think it. it's probably because I worked for Victoria's Secret for like five years True. when I was in college. Yeah. And so the word panties does not bother me. Got it. I hate but that word. I get it. Yeah. That's one of those words like it doesn't bother me but you understand i totally it was just get it you probably heard it so much that you're like whatever yeah, yeah i mean we called it the panty bar they were panties we folded panties like yeah sorry if that's a trigger for all these people that hate the word wow people hate the word and spencer's like panties 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 my bad my bad oh, it's terrible i do hate it um and then someone else said sloth comma anus comma nipple comma navel oh, oh. Those are peculiar. Wait, sloth as in the animal? I don't know. S-L-O-U-G-H. Slow? Sloth? What is that word? Wait, S-L-O-U-G-H? Sloth? That's what I said. Sloth? I thought you said sloth. With oh. a T-H. Uh-uh. Sloth. That's a, that's a weird word sloth. to have an issue with. I know. Okay. Anus. Um, <laughs> <laughs> secretion. <laughs> Bay. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> yeah, Bay was overused. Faux show. Um, hubby and wifey. Oh, Ooh, someone put charcuterie. Do you feel offended? Wow, that's fucking rude. I knew you would think so. Um, God, I hope they don't listen to this. But there is a couple that Robbie plays softball with, uh-huh. and they only refer to each other as hubby and wifey. And I, you know what? Whatever floats your boat, but it makes me cringe a little. Like, hey, hubby, come here. Give me hubby. That's how she cheers for him. Hey, hubby. And when he's talking to other people about her, he refers to her as wifey. Technically, she's cheering for everybody then. And that's married. (laughs) Like, she's like, go hubby. And then I thought for the longest time, his name was Javi. (laughs) Javi. Javi. Because I thought when she was cheering for him, she was saying Javi, but she was actually saying hubby. Wow. No, thanks. (laughs) Nosh and bearings. Those made me laugh too. I don't, those <laughs> are so weird to have issues with. Okay. But that's why I was I laughing because there were so many, I would say panties is number, number one. Like there are so many panties on here. Um, moist was on there a couple of times and that's what we originally were talking about. But that's right. It reminded me like when I was younger, I wasn't allowed to say anything but stinky for poop. We could only say stinky. And even to this day, my you mom say poop. My mom, why? my mom doesn't like poop. My mom doesn't like dookie or anything. <laughs> she only likes stinky. And, Fisher loves bugs. And my mom, this gets under my mom's skin so bad. Um, now, whenever he sees a fly, I told him, I was like, Fisher, flies are nasty. Stop touching them. I was like, they are dookie flies. They like land on dookie and they carry that. Ugh, gross. So my mom was talking, my mom had him the other day. She was talking on the phone to me, like we were FaceTiming. And she said, Wendy, he, you better stop with this child. He looked me dead in the face and said, Gigi, that dookie fly. <laughs> I was like, good. But I wasn't even allowed to say dookie. She hates it. To we weren't day. allowed to say fart. No, I can't. I had to we, say poot and and stinky. Yeah, we said toot. You had oh, to I say like toot. toot. You couldn't, like toot. couldn't say anything else. Toodaloo. But anyway. Motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, 
<laughs> yeah, like teeth that one up. Um, no, but some of the words were just so great. I love it. I love, and people said squirt. My granddaddy used to call me squirt. Come here, squirt. Like, like a little. I mean, I think like, when yeah, you get this, older and your brain gets a little bit more like. Well, I was just going to say, <laughs> when you th- say it with like the sexual innuendo squirt. Mm-hmm. Some, I did see that someone said like clit and cunt. The hard, oh, they the did. hard the C's. They did. Um, pussy bothers me. That I'm bothers a, me more than the C word. I'm not for a, some reason. I'm not a fan of pussy. And I don't I, know that was on there quite what it is about I it. I am certainly not a prude and I yeah. am a very vulgar right. person <laughs> no. just in general. Spencer? I know. Uh-uh, I don't blame it. Um, listen, I am who I am. We but love you for I, it, honestly. I, but I don't know. There's just something about that word that's just never felt it's comfortable well to you? me. Mm-mm. Well, yeah. you know what? I'm glad to know I'm not alone. You're not alone. <laughs> you are not alone, sister. Um, yeah. Anyway, let's move on. <laughs> this is a whole ramble. I don't even know what minutes we're at, but uh, sorry, y'all. 15. It's fine. Oh, um, God. okay. So I have a new bib. Okay. Okay. I'm hearing myself do this. What? Oh yeah. You just I, suck your lips. That's okay. I No, it's not my lips. I like click my tongue against the roof of my mouth. Y'all. I listen back lately and I, not so much on the episode, but I'll be doing stories I will delete stories over and over and over because do I, I don't even think about it. But now I'm like trying to correct it and I hear it all the time and it really bothers me. Anyways, that's all right. Hate it. You know what? Nobody's perfect. Nobody. Okay. So I was cruising through reels, trying to find some fun sounds and I came across this girl and her reels had me dying. What is that? Um, so her name is Kaylin Burns. Her handle is Kaylin, C-A-I-L-I-N-A-O-M-I. Found it. Uh, her bio says, hope you're here for a real, real. good time. And I, she is so funny. She's okay. a very animated person, okay. very animated in her face and mm-hmm. her gestures and that. Oh, man. I mean, her whole feed is reels. It's great. Oh, okay. I'm going to have to follow her. Yeah. So very, if you need some inspo for some reels, she's, she's the place to go, but just credit back. You know, we got to credit our creators. That's right. Credit the creation. Um, I feel like reels have really taken off. Kind of like what TikTok did during quarantine. I'm warming up to them. Are I you? Still, You've been doing some good ones. I still think that TikTok is superior, <sighs> Whatever. but... I am warming up to reels. Yeah. I feel like I did not like reels when they first came out because I didn't understand. I didn't know. Them. And let me tell you, I still am not good at like the transition stuff, but I've always said I've liked Instagram better solely for the fact that it's a one-stop shop from that perspective. I like to do my photos. It's connected to our podcast. It's connected to my real life friends, the people that listen, like all of it. Mm-hmm. And TikTok just was never that for me. I think that was really what I, but now that we've got reels on there, I like being creative with it. It's just, it's hard to learn something, but now that I've gotten used to it, I kind of like it. I'm like, all right. I think it's just underdeveloped. Like TikTok has so many sounds available. Yeah, true. And it was easier to put sounds fil- with stuff too. So much easier. The filters yeah. are better. I think that the the way that they have it set up, it's more user friendly. Yes, yeah. um, but they'll get you know. there probably because they're just newer to it. But it feels like reels are really the only <laughs> reels really? are really the only <laughs> way to grow because 
if you put out a reel, it's no surprise in looking at the numbers and seeing that your Instagram posts, as far as a steel picture, a stagnant, whatever they're called, feed post, it's like yeah. 200 likes. And then your reels gets like, what, 50,000 views. It's like, dang. I mean, they really are pushing, they're prioritizing the comment or yeah. comment content, but I'm so tired. And oh you God. and I were talking the other day too, like just from a, a business standpoint, like right. working with brands yeah. The reels make so much more sense yeah. than story on. shares. That's right. Highlights are out. I don't know about you. I never watch highlights anymore. <sighs> no. Like I have highlights on my page. I'm like, do I just get rid of these? I'm not going to get rid of them because mm -hmm. I do like to go back and look at them. Yeah. But they're really kind of out. Reels are where it's at. That's where everything is living these days. And so it makes so much more sense. My stories yeah. might get you know, one number of views, but a reel that I make could have four times that in yeah. a short, in that 24 hour well, period say, and then live on, you know, so even if mm -hmm. it doesn't get a ton in that first 24 or 48 hours, whatever, who's to say that down the right. road, it's not going to continue to be seen and then shared. You know what I mean? Like there's just well, more exactly longevity it. to it. Because if you think about like your story, it's there for 24 hours. Well, we all have days where we're not as active on social media. So maybe you missed a story like there, you and I were just talking about something that I didn't see it. It was a couple of days ago mm -hmm. and I didn't see it. And it's like, Oh, but I thought I was on a couple of days. You know what I mean? Like it's just different. Well, a reels, if you get like 10 people that share it at different times, that's a, a domino effect of when it's going to be shared. And it's probably going to circulate a lot more. Anyway, this is the real show. <laughs> we know all the tips and tricks. Not really, but yeah, God, not really. I'm just gonna, it's just gonna really eat <laughs> at me all these real puns. <laughs> um, there is another, speaking of TikTok. So there's another girl that I started following on there and her, I just did it again. I hate myself. Oh, <laughs> so her handle on TikTok is Brooks Finsta. Okay. She had 2.2 million followers oh, on wow. TikTok. Okay. And her account was removed without explanation, without community violations. What? Her account just gone. Yeah. So she's. Did she restart a new one? Yep. She's starting back over. So it's. Is she at 104? Yeah. She's okay, at 104,000 now, but she was at 2.2 million and just went to sign on one day and it was gone. So what was her original one that got deleted? The same username? I I think it was the same username, but I'm not 100% So you can just resign. They just deleted Actually, it. Actually, no. It couldn't have been the same same one. I wonder what it was. So she can't get a hold I of anybody with that? No. I think she's been trying. What? Um <sighs> in, Yeah, I'm not sure. Dang. I really thought that. Cause I started follow. I thought I started following her right at the end, but I must not. I must have started following her after it was already deleted. But yeah, so she's starting all over from scratch, which is kind of crazy. Um, yeah. She is on Instagram, so her Instagram handle is. Um, if you actually go to her TikTok, you can take it'll take you to her Instagram. But yeah. her IG is Brooke underscore Lynn uh, L Y N N M. I L N E Brooklyn. Um, and she has 92,000 followers on there. 
That is nuts. But that's also why you, you're starting to see so many of these bibs push their blogs, their newsletter, their email signups. Like, or at least cross-promote on the platforms. Right, and that's true. You're seeing a lot, or at least I am seeing mm-hmm. a ton of TikTok creators who nor- did not care a year ago about having people like cross-follow them onto Instagram. Really? Who are promoting their Instagram or saying, follow me, I'll, f- you know, anybody who follows me on Instagram, I'll follow them back within the next, you know, 24 hours. Like, yeah. just to get people to follow them on multiple platforms. So if they lose one, they have that backup. Yeah, to communicate with people mm-hmm. and let them know what's up. Yeah, that's just, that's Happy, so healthy scary. Haley, it happened with her too. Yeah. Um, I might have mentioned her yeah, we a while back. But yeah, so it just freaks me out that there's this lack of stability. So forget about the risk of people like hijacking your account and taking it over. But the platforms themselves can just poof, but gone. And then you so can't much. get a hold of anybody. It's not like they have customer service teams. That's the nerve wracking part is like... It's happened a couple of times too to girls that their account just goes away for a little bit and then it's back. That is so wild that people that have their, not eggs in one basket, what am I trying to say? Like your brand is just that particular, like you said, platform that you're right. using. So whether it's TikTok or Instagram or whatever, it almost makes sense to just go ahead and intertwine them both and share equal amounts to both mm-hmm. things because it could happen. It could happen to both, but the chances of that are happening are probably slim to none, but I don't know. I mean, that's why y'all need to subscribe and leave us some words of affirmation. <laughs> <laughs> We're trying to uh, cross promote. You Listen, know? just subscribe to our podcast because if they delete us because they realize we're a real disaster in a dumpster fire, you know where to find us. Yeah. But no, that's crazy. 2.2 million. That's a tough pill to swallow, you know? And fast too. Ooh. So she celebrated her 1 million uh follows i think in february what yes what is she sharing i i is she showing her boobies on here she is not <laughs> i don't know what she was doing before she got deleted she does a lot of shopping finds and stuff like that oh, though. okay um but yeah she had tremendous growth and then just to have it disappear i no yeah that's tough wow uh-uh We've raved about the Scout Balancing Bar by Gemma since day one. It's one of our favorite sponsors to date. As a hairstylist, I only shampoo my hair one time a week, and I got to know that when I do that and I commit to shampooing, that I'm going to get a good clean. And I want it a deep clean without drying my hair out or making it all crazy. And this does just the trick. It's incredible because it really does give you that deep feeling squeaky clean without feeling dry no absolutely it cleans it so well and it's probably because there's sugar and eucalyptus and tea tree oil there's so many great moisturizing key ingredients that go into it without making your hair heavy and greasy because I want my hair to be big and full I like the big hair you know (laughs) so if I'm committing to washing my hair it better be the best clean the first time that's right and I'm a little addicted to it I want to use it Every single time I I shampoo my hair because it feels so good. And it saves me from having to double shampoo. Normally I shampoo my hair twice and I don't have to do that with the scalp balancing bar. And I get better results than a double shampoo. And your shampoo will last longer too. A lot of people like burn through shampoo or conditioner because they're having to overly use one or the other. And I feel like this is great because you don't have to do that. Yep. And Gemis does 
a science-backed quiz. We've talked about it before. You get on there. It takes two minutes, and they can tell you exactly which of their salon-quality products you need. Yes. They did a clinical trial for three weeks, and 90% of the people that took it said that their scalp felt really clean and refreshed. That's awesome. That's huge. That is huge. You can try Gemist risk-free. With free and easy returns within 30 days. They are that confident in their product that you are going to love it. Right now, our listeners can give Gemist a try and get 20% off their shampoo and conditioner smart subscription. Smart subscribers already save 20% on each order. So this is an amazing deal. And with the free two-day shipping, you can have it in time for your next girls' night. Just visit Gemis.com to get your personalized recommendation and enter swiping up at checkout for 20% off your subscription and free two-day shipping. That's Gemis.com, G-E-M-M-I-S-T.com and enter code swiping up at checkout to get the best hair of your life. Helene in between. Do you know who she is? No. Helene in between. Yeah, I love the name. It's yeah, just it's like cute. super catchy. Her feed is what fall dreams are made of. Um, I was about to type in what fall dream. I done deleted the <laughs> lean. Lord. No. I'll look her up after September 22nd. I hate you. <laughs> so she, um, so Helene in between, she is a travel blogger. Um, she cruises through the U.S. in an RV with her husband and their dogs. And so she put up her most recent photo um, is so cute. It's their RV. They've got lights strung up, a fire. What do you mean? No. Wait, bitch. You haven't even heard what I'm saying. It's an old picture. It might be an old picture, (laughs) but I'm just. Listen yeah. before you jump all over it. I know I'm the worst. At Anyways, that. it is a very Pinterest worthy photo, as are a lot of the photos on her feed. They're beautiful. I'm not beautiful. Lie. They really are beautiful. So she says she put this photo up and she talks in her caption about how she spent hours asking people who were resharing that photo on their own Instagrams and their own feeds without crediting her to credit her for the photo. Okay. And she just talks about how people look at these photos because we've talked about the difference before there's influencers and there's content creators. Right. And people look at a photo from a content creator and they don't realize the time, right. the money, yeah. the thought process, the creativity, that everything that goes in say. behind the scenes. Right. And that is her intellectual property. And that took her effort. The right. least somebody could do if they're going to repost it, mm-hmm. give credit is to give credit. And she said that within, um, the first, I think she said within like the first hour or something, she found over 30 times that this had been used without crediting and that was kind of just like the tip of the iceberg and that was just that one photo not all the other photos Mm -hmm. and she was like you know first of all we don't just roll around in our rv with christmas lights on it like my husband had to hang those lights yes he built a fire for us to enjoy but we did it in a strategic way for a photo and then you know she just goes into the background of it and i think I have certainly been guilty of it in the past. We all have. But taking a photo off of Pinterest and like, oh my God, that looks so cute. Not even recreating it, just like sharing it. Just posting it on a feed. I I have done it. Yeah. I think 
almost everybody has done it at yeah. once and it didn't even occur to me. She's saying like saying you got it off Pinterest is not good enough. If you don't know the creator or know where it came from, don't mm-hmm. post it and pass it off as you're, mm-hmm. you're using it to gain a following mm-hmm. or to promote your account or to create a pretty so aesthetic hard sometimes on Pinterest because it gets so diluted from people sharing it that, I mean, we buy all of our images, just a disclaimer. We buy all of our images mm-hmm. for our show. So we don't do that because we've had this conversation in the past and yeah. we don't want to ever rip anyone off or whatever when it's in our control and we, when we know about it. But like for cover photos or for highlight reel, cover, you know, all of that. I mean, I think everyone, like you said, is guilty of that. But I think it's also one of those thing that, things that people, like when you recreate something, you're almost taking the creativity out of it for that person because she thought of this stuff. She styled this stuff. She put everything. Yeah. And that's why there's such a big difference in between a content creator and an influencer or someone like that. You know what I mean? It's not like a model just showing up to a shoot and like putting on an outfit in front of this beautiful set. It's like there were people that created sets and that create movie sets and styled modeling shoots and location that's a job that is an yeah. actual job. You know what I mean? And it's so hard too when people, like you said, don't give credit there and they're just recreating it and they may have a bigger following. So then it's like, Oh wow, that's so great. They're taking the credit for it. Just no, assuming, totally especially that. when the people aren't in the photo, you can't see their, you can't right. see her face and know that's the person who created this right. image. And she did add, I want you to share my images. I want you to share my work. Just, Credit, credit. That's right. Yeah. I mean, it's like that's being repaid in a way, right? Like people sharing you on Instagram, on TikTok, on Pinterest, whatever platform you are sharing something on, the exposure is the payment. Mm-hmm. You know, that's how they're getting paid because essentially that's going to open up doors in the long run. And that's also the the payoff right. for them. They're so, getting yeah. a reward from it. That's right. They're reaping the benefits of what they did. And um, it's also a respect thing. Like even, even girls that do like the wannabe Wednesdays, there's several girls that we've seen do that. It like better with Chardonnay does it. And yeah. she always tags that person, um, always. which is good because it's like, it's totally fine to recreate something or use someone as an inspiration, but like give the credit where the credit is due, you know? And especially, I mean, her feed really is beautiful. And like all joking aside, y'all, I don't hate fall. I hate <laughs> fall when it's summertime. I love fall but I love fall after fall starts, which is September 22nd. In case you've missed it, head to my stories. There is a highlight. You can check it out there. (laughs) Um, But her feet is very gorgeous. I mean, these pictures, like, look at this. Like that's unbelievable. They're beautiful. So gorgeous. She's very talented Mm -hmm. at what she does. And she, it's a lot of work that goes into it. As you can tell with some of the photos that she's put into it. Yeah. She, her photos like transport you to, where she is, like, which is don't what, you want to go how here? it should be. Yeah. Like she's standing in the middle of a road in the, the falls. It's just so funny because fall actually is really beautiful. Oh, that is so cute. She's in like, what is that? Tulips? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. She's got a gorgeous feed for sure. Well, that's a shame that people are, are doing that, but it's good that she can, we should share that from swiping up too. Yeah. Just because it's something very insightful. And I, I truly believe the best in most Scroll back to like last year's holiday, like Christmas photos. Okay. I mean, I believe that people sometimes mean well that they genuinely don't know. I've done things that I didn't know. I didn't think about it like like that. The more you know, right? We've all done it. It's just an education piece. And so she was in her caption. She's not 
angry about it. She is mm-hmm. respectful. No, she's just and she's coming you. right. She's coming at it from a point of like you might not realize what you're doing isn't okay. Mm-hmm. So I'm here to tell you what you're doing isn't okay. And as we unfortunately know all too well, uh, the influencer bib world is full of copycats. So yeah, for sure. That's yeah, the thing. I mean, it's again, give credit where it's due. Like it's not that that's hard. It. That's simple. We've that's had people simple. rip us off before too. And we see it, but we're like, Oh, that's interesting. You know, with, and we've always tried to give respect on stuff, but it, it does kind of chap your ass a little bit, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. There's another show that came out. And I remember when we had, they put up, I don't even know. It must've, they must've done targeted ads towards our audience because they only had like two posts up mm-hmm. on their page at the time. And we probably had, I mean, a dozen mm-hmm. or so people immediately send them to us. And they're like, oh my gosh, yeah. what do you guys think about this? Mm-hmm. And we panicked. Yeah. It's just a sure. terrible feeling. It is. And a lot of, a I mean, lot of work nowhere, goes duh, into but- it, you know, even uh, I'll even go and tell you like for these bloggers, when they're styling shoots and driving around to different locations and changing outfits, that's a lot of work too. Like yeah. that's. Damn, I don't even want to get dressed sometimes one time a day, <laughs> much less 12. Right. You know, like, dang. And the time, pick, oh, you know, yes, p- picking out every little piece, That's making right. sure that they can link it and it's going to be available. And so it's worthwhile of having in the photos for the outfits, that kind of thing. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So Melissa and Chaos, have y'all, well, have y'all. I'm talking to you, Spencer. I know, I know you know who she is. We've actually talked about her a couple of times. Um, she has a little girl that uh, recreates a lot of the blogger stuff, which is really cute. But she had shared a photo. So she's a military wife. And we typically don't really talk about, you know, certain things just based on the fact that we don't want to ruffle any feathers or whatnot, whatever. And I think a lot of people play it safe when it comes to that kind of stuff too. Mm -hmm. But in this space, it's really hard because this is a crazy time in the world. Like, let's be honest, right? It's been heavy and dark and I keep, I keep waiting for it to uh, change, but lighten a bit. Yeah. Um, But she had posted a photo that was really sweet and just kind of broken down as a military wife and about her husband being deployed and his dirty boots, you know, by this chair and his uniform thrown over the chair and like all of that kind of stuff. And it was very well written. And, you know, she put, put the politics down and raise up the broken. And I thought that was so great because no matter where you stand on this, what we're going through as a country, it affects everybody. It affects oh yeah the right, the left, the, in the middle, it affects every single person. And she it's one thing that we just shouldn't be divided on right it's the country that we live in it's the country that fights for your freedom it fights for you to pick your side politically it fights for you to be able to voice your opinion to do everything that you're getting to do to get on instagram and whine and bitch about every little thing it's those people fighting Mm -hmm. for you to be able to do so you know what i mean and so it's like she so I don't see her stories a lot, but randomly yesterday I was sitting on the couch and Fisher was napping. So I'm like scrolling through and I just, she was like on my mind. Cause I had seen the original post. So I messaged her. I was watching her stories had popped up. And so I was watching them and I messaged her. I was like, Hey girl, just thinking about you. Like, I hope all is well. And you know, that kind of thing. And she had messaged me and was like, Oh my gosh, it's been a crazy, you know, 72 hours. And just all the shares have been so great. And I was like, Oh, well, 
I did not know that that photo went viral. And I was like, wait, what? And so she said that, um, the, um, Hillary Scott from Lady A shared her. That's crazy. Insane. All of the bibs had shared her. Like I had seen a couple girls share her that I follow and I was like, Oh, you know, it's great to make that connection. And then, um, I guess one of the real housewives of Dallas shared her. I know you'll appreciate that. I will. Which one? Do we know which one? Um, she didn't know. She just said a real housewife had shared her. Cause I asked her, we were talking about, you know, the shares and yeah. what people were saying. And, um, so she had sent me her post insights from this photo and there was almost 200,000 actions taken from the post. There was 103,000 um, shares like within DMs or the, the whatever. Mm-hmm. There was almost 12,000 shares. I mean, it was, it's blown up. And it's, especially for her account, she doesn't have a huge account. So right. that's really, that's a lot. That's yeah. big for her. Oh, big for, for sure. Her. I think she's gained, when we, when we were talking about it, it was like 8,000 or something. And I told her that it's, we were, we got into the conversation of like, sometimes it takes something like this, a tragedy or, or whatnot to become someone's like relief in something to know, like, I'm not alone. I'm reading this post of this woman that's going through the same thing that I'm going through or that I feel these things. And yeah, it's, it's, it's a great example of how you never know how your words are going to resonate with other people, right? Because she wrote that post coming from her heart, Mm -hmm. something that was weighing on her and she just kind of put it out there. And obviously it resonated with a lot of people. Right. I love like, that's the, the good pieces of social media, right? Social media. Right. When you can Mm -hmm. really connect with people and find something that, that you didn't even know that you needed to see or right. read. And that's exactly what I told her. I said, you know, it's one of those things that social media gets such a negative, like, I guess, um, reputation mm-hmm. because a lot of negativity does come with it. A lot of mean comments, a lot of things that people probably wouldn't say to your face, but it also is very powerful when it comes to sharing something like that. And like I said, reaching so many people when people share stuff, just like what we talked about with that photo creator, just yeah. sharing it and getting your name out there or whatever your end goal is to, to share this message that she had shared and that can resonate with so many people. And I was like, you know, your part of your testimony could help someone else or whatever it is. So she and I had that conversation and then I was talking to another bib. I'm not going to say who it is, but, or I'll tell you, but I don't want to like put her on blast, but we were talking and she was so frustrated with how other bibs and it's not all of them, but it's the ones that use something like this to link an outfit at the end of a really sweet thought out caption. It's like, take a second and just post your respect to that, to what's happening versus turning it into something that you want to get that first part shared and reach a lot of people. And then you've got that tag. Don't use it for your personal growth, for your Instagram. Don't use it for the brand of yourself to get ahead. And it's, so we were talking and I agree with her. It's like so many people use stuff like this now to speak out on or to, you know, whatever. Again, this is something that pertains to every single person. And so, so many people, have said self on the flip side to that. It's also for nobody to say how someone else is handling. And I'm not talking about her and I's conversation. We had, I have the same exact viewpoints that she and I were talking about Mm -hmm. fully. So I know she's going to listen to this and she and I had talked about a lot of other stuff, but it's also one of those things that you see a lot of people blasting other people and it becomes a pissing contest. And that's what we're talking about. It's like, 
don't tell someone how they should be grieving something or handling something or speaking out. It doesn't matter. Your Instagram post by you bitching on stories or complaining on stories or crying on stories, if your heart's not in the right place to actually do something about whatever it is, whatever your action that you feel like you need to do to execute the end result of helping, do it that way. Mm-hmm. So whether that's being silent and doing stuff offline and and whatever that looks like for you, do that. Whether that's making a, a thoughtful post that you know that your words are going to touch so many people, do that. But do right. the stuff that is genuinely going to, you know, like help not just use it for public clout. Wow, that was long-winded. And I am done. Let me put my notes away, guys. Lie. Wow. Well, I was, I mean, as you say that, Sarah news right. I saw has that. come in, come under fire for basically that she had a scheduled paid ad with mm-hmm. Vici. Mm-hmm. And so she put something up about the, um, service members mm-hmm. that lost their lives and then went right into her Vici pitch. Right. And she since has taken down the first part and kind of apologized and said, you know, mm-hmm. I didn't mean to offend anybody, blah, 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 blah. Here's the thing, though. Mm-hmm. This isn't the first time we've talked about somebody doing this. Right. If this has happened over and over mm-hmm. and over. You can't, playing dumb and saying you didn't realize that this was going to be an issue, right. no longer an excuse. No. It's not an excuse. And make two separate posts, but exactly. you're so damn worried about the engagement and stuff being thrown off. Why, right. Why not make two separate posts? Right. Just, just do two completely entirely separate things. And if that means it hurts your engagement and that's what you're worried about, then your heart's not in the right place. Yep. Put the post out that you appreciate and that you respect and coming from a military family, what mm-hmm. it sounded like, right? Put that there and let that resonate with people. And you know what? If your outfit post has to be late or whatever, and if it really meant that much to you, you'd probably message the brand and say, hey, listen, there's a lot going on right now in the world. Yep. It's like no other, I mean- I would have to say probably nine out of 10 times they're going to be lenient. We've had issues with certain smaller things that we've had obligated. Yeah. Sometimes you just, it's life and right. Shit happens. Right. And and people want this to be treated like a career. It's no different than your kid getting sick at school and you having to leave the office and go pick up your kid. Things happen. Don't roll it into, Oh, totes didn't know, but here's still, I went back and looked and it still had the outfit link. Still oh yeah. In oh, that she didn't, correction. she didn't remove that part. You're right. Mm-mm. That doesn't work. That does not no, work. It did not sit well with me. I do. Mm-hmm. I do think that people get on this, like I was about to say gang bang. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. <laughs> but this, um, what is the word I'm looking for? Bandwagon mentality where like they see one person, everybody just jumps all over them and, you know, goes on attack mode. And that's not fair either. But again, playing dumb, you didn't know, oh, you had this uh, mm-hmm. obligation, blah, blah, blah. You either don't say anything at all or you make two separate posts. Right. It's okay. Right. It's going to yeah. be fine. Again, ultimately, the end of the day is if you're not doing something that's proactively going to help, if that's what you're genuinely trying to do is to help. And again, that looks different for everybody. Maybe that does mean sharing something on stories. Maybe that means linking up the GoFundMes. If you have a huge following and they trust what you say, link up the GoFundMes. If that means staying silent on Instagram, but using your voice in other ways that genuinely make an impact in those people's lives, do that. It is not for anyone to sit here and point fingers and tell you what you're doing. And it also goes for people trying to do more, more, more in the in the helps of 
wanting to look like that. And that's what me and this other girl were talking about. And she put it so great. She said that it feels very performative mm-hmm. and fake. And I'm like, wow, it, it really does though. And it's yeah. so obnoxious to see it. And it's just like what you and I were talking about before we started recording. The influencing world has taken a hit when it comes to disingenuine, like people just doing things. And it's starting to, to really show the transparency there when there was no one to, there to really speak to someone's character other than like, Hey, swipe up on this. And this is what you should be doing. It's like, now there's a lot more avenues of people being like, no, this is how you should do something. Or this is how you should, whatever. There's a boss quote, quote, you know what I mean? There's rules in place. Again, we had talked about this two years ago. Mm -hmm. We had this conversation in an old episode that somewhere, somewhere along the line is going to come in and it's going to change the game. And there's going to be people to, you have to answer to, so to speak, whether that's the FTC or whatever guidelines were going to be put in place. It was only going to be a free for all for so long, you know? Yeah. I don't know. My mouth is dry though. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say that. I think that's the, the most I you've ever talked consecutively. Really, it probably is. I get really heated about that kind of stuff because again, it's something that really, it's a big deal, you know, and all of these outfit posts are overshadowing the actual issue And that's where it becomes very hard to like bite your tongue. It's like, skip the post. Maybe don't get paid for that. Whatever that looks like, if you genuinely care because it's that much of an impact in your daily life to your family, push it out. Well, that conversation. The frustration too comes from it's like the same core. Right. The same people. Group. Right. Right. That is where it gets frustrating. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. I really want to bring this full circle. Okay, this let's conversation. Bring it. I love Hulu Hoop and let's go. Uh, we d- <laughs> <laughs> we had a voicemail that was left for us this oh. week <laughs> that cracked me up. And you know what? It brought up it brought up some important questions. So I'm going to play the voicemail. I don't know how. I can't remember now how like in depth she goes into the response. But anyways, I'm just rambling at this point so okay i don't ramble <laughs> no, never. coming off of a 10 minute bender never okay uh, okay so like <clears throat> i'm not gonna name any names but this woman says her and her husband don't fart in front of each other are you kidding and that it should never happen are you kidding Child, I swear that's the way I got my man's. I outfarted him. <laughs> and he was like, damn, that's a real woman. For her to think that you can't fart in front of your man's? Blasphemy. Blasphemy. Get out of here. Unfollow. I need to go. I'm not going to swipe up on you, bitch. Bye. <laughs> I'm not going to swipe up on you. I outfarted him. <laughs> First of all, I heard this and I died. Oh, man. Um, and I know exactly who she's referring to. Well, I'm pretty sure she's referring to Danny Austin. I think she was, I thought I read somewhere uh-huh. uh, in one of the groups that she had come on stories and said that like she and Jordan have never Stop. farted in front of one another. No, Mm-mm. I'm here to say, I think that's weird. Uh, okay. Um, yeah. So the first thing, and I think I've said this to y'all before. So our OG <laughs> listeners have heard this. The first First thing my brother said to Mike was, hey, man, has she ever farted in front of you yet? (laughs) (laughs) Because I know it doesn't look like it now, but I used to be super health conscious. And I I mean, I still eat 
I would say 90% good, but I used to eat like 99% good. And so all the, cru- what's the word? Cruciferous I vegetables. No idea. What does that mean? It's like your, your like broccoli oh, and the okay. things that yes. like m- make you gassy. Yes. Because last night I had spinach and a smoothie for me and Fisher. And let me tell you something. I welcomed Mike home from his golf trip last night with some <laughs> stanky stanks. You know what I mean? So, but I used to have the rankest farts ever. I just, it's, just a natural thing. I yeah. just can't wrap my head around like why. I did it at first. Like when you first go on a date, you don't want to be sure. like, hey, baby, you want to pick well, me up at I two? I think there's like, a difference it. between just being like totally disgusting about right. it and blasting it. <laughs> I mean, this might be what this person did. If I mean, she won over she her man with her she got her man. But, um, you know, different strokes for different folks. It Everybody does it, right? Like. Everybody does it. And I get that it can be embarrassing. What if you fart in your sleep? You never know. (laughs) I I mean, I rip ass in my sleep all the time. (laughs) I know because Robbie tells me. (laughs) He's like, hey, listen, that bologna sandwich you ate yesterday, I can smell it. (laughs) Oh, especially in the mornings. I mean, I've woken myself up with my farts in the morning. I mean, it's like everybody does it. It's okay. But... I don't know. Sorry if you but don't like you know potty what? talk. Yeah, but if you sneeze and fart at the same time, like I, that is embarrassing because that wasn't like you weren't expecting <laughs> it and you couldn't even like sort of contain it. Like you can feel that they're going to be big or small, but if you're like, Achoo. what do you call that? A snart? A snart, yeah. <laughs> I mean, a shart, a snart, like sometimes. You know? I love that word, shart. snart. A snart. Yeah, I like shart too, but I really like said snart. that Kevin James on, um, what movie was that? Was it Grown Ups that he talked about the snart? What no, it was Ma- Paul um, Blart. Oh, Paul. <laughs> <laughs> what? Paul Blart. Is that I don't know. <laughs> it's just funny. Funny name. I think his name was Paul Blart on um, the Mall Cop movie. Was it called Mall yes. Cops? Uh, something like that, yeah. But Paul, that's Paul that- Blart Mall. Ma- Wow, that's a mouthful. Paul Blart, Mall Cop. Yeah, I think it was that movie. And he assumed I want to start. But it's true. Oh, do y'all fart in front of your people? Let us know. Because <laughs> we feel real dumb if y'all are like, y'all are nasty. Ew. We know. We already know. Spencer farted up in here the other night, and I was like, nah, dog, you can't. I mean, my farts normally don't stink, but that don't. one. Well, the other night when she good. was leaving, I was standing in the living room, and she was standing <laughs> in my uh, kitchen, and she was like, it was so long (laughs) happy birthday to you i was like i literally looked at her and i was like was that a fart it was the longest fart she looked panicked. She goes, was that your butt? <laughs> she actually thought it was maggie you thought it was maggie because i was like i've never heard someone fart that long it didn't even take a breath no, she like it sure, just went. She sure didn't. She was just a steady like, flow. I'm just picturing the bubble fart going down your intestines like. <laughs> <laughs> like down a water slide and yeah. then just making its way out. Yeah. It was the longest fart. I, I mean, hey, 1010 girl. Listen, I didn't even know that I felt bad until I felt so good. You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You gave birth to a 10 pound baby fart. <laughs> I don't 19 know. 19 and a half inches long. <laughs> Maybe I'm screwing. Oh, I mean, yeah, nobody's going to fart in front of their significant other in the beginning of a relationship. Listen, it's going like, to take a minute. When you're married yeah. or you've been together for right. a long time, what are you going to do? do it. No. Especially when you live together, you live with somebody right. and you're never going to fart if you're on vacation? What if when you're starting out, it's like the good old days when you had to rent a one bedroom apartment? There was not oh, a lot to get woof. escape 
like go into or when you go on vacation in your little hotel room yeah like what what if you eat something bad you know yeah but listen one time i have a confession really quick oh my god so we went to disney this was in my youth group and i had a crap so bad (laughs) y'all and we had group leaders that stayed in everybody's room so it was three girls and then the group leader well of course i had a dookie attack so i had to go in the bathroom and all i could find is cinnamon mouthwash so i took cinnamon mouthwash i put it in the sink with really hot water to like make the aromas go Uh uh-huh and then the group leader went in after me and i blamed it on her to this day them girls think it was her not anymore they don't bone it and blew the bathroom up Sorry, Lord, forgive me for it. But I did. I mean, I couldn't take the blame for that. It was so bad. I mean, sometimes Mm -hmm. it just be like that. Little old me. (laughs) (laughs) Little little sweet Wendy. No. No, it's always the ones that you wouldn't expect it. That's what my brother always says. He's like, bro, her her butt stinks. I love that he threw you under the bus like that. But you know what? It kind of set the stage. It set the stage. So Mike already knew it was coming. It was not false advertisement. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Some girls might poot rainbows. I, I don't. I poot hellfire. <laughs> oh God. I love it. Wow. Let's just, wow. all right. Well, thank you so much for that uh, call. And you know what guys, I love these types of voicemails. Yeah, those love, are great. I love any kind of voicemail. So um, you can call us anytime. The hotline is 919-867-6779. We'd love to hear it. Um, okay. So, this week, instead of swipe ups, we're going to do our small business feature. Yes. I am literally obsessed with every last thing this girl creates. So her Instagram and her Etsy shop are both called Sketchy Mandy. And she makes the Y'all. absolute cutest. It is so cute. Prints, shirts, mugs. I mean, this, everything everything she does okay her feet is first of all beautiful beautiful the pinkest of the pink and done in the perfect way she has a great eye for like cute kitschy designs mm-hmm. but still making it like really feminine and pretty yes. and not tacky no agreed. so like one of the designs that she has on um her shirts and she also has it on coffee mugs is it's a little chick-fil-a fry cup with a drink behind it and then she has one with a uh, McDonald's too. And like, they're just so cute. And they're in like these pastel pink tones. Um, I just ordered. Tis the season to be basic. Yeah. We have to get these mugs for our studio. Oh, I have, have like to. six mugs <gasps> sitting in my cart from her store. I also <sighs> have a shirt that is like a watercolor of Andy Cohen with a bunch yes, of housewives and gowns sitting behind so them. And cute. it says squad. Brilliant. I mean, no, so cute. It is. It She really does just kill the game at the, the it's so perfectly done. We're going to have our whole studio well done with this. Yeah. We're very excited. Get your pencils ready, Sketchy Mandy. <laughs> but yeah, Sketchy Mandy, you guys check her stuff out. It is we'll share adorable. Page, obviously. Yeah. All right. Anything else? Oh, oh, sorry, teacher. No, nothing else. <laughs> I'm just like all caught up in the poop talk. No, it's fine. You know what? Everybody um, loves a little poot talk. Everybody does love a little poot talk. If y'all you just you're lying, I mean, just let them rip. You know, just let them rip. It, there is no need. Life is too short to make your stomach hurt. Period. And it, on it, that, it truly, on that note, I think that's all that needs to be. I said. I think that's all that needs to be said too. 
Uh, as always, please subscribe, rate us five stars on iTunes, and leave us some words of affirmation. We love hearing them. Um, we're very needy in that way. Uh, you can join our Facebook group. Please answer the questions. If you just can't get enough uh, bib tea or girl time, you can uh, support us over on patreon.com slash swiping up. Join at the Miller tier for a bonus episode each month. And you can follow us at swiping up and you can follow me at Spencer So Basic. And you can follow me, Wendy, at Wendy Being Basic. And as always, don't, don't forget, forget to hashtag embrace the basic. And poot if you have to poot in front of your mans. <laughs> Bye, guys. So I let you think I'm As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com podcast. That's Indeed.com podcast. Terms and conditions apply.